following podcast is for mature audiences only. It may contain explicit language or content. If you are under the age of 18, Fortnite is calling you. Plus, this podcast will most certainly contain nudity, and you don't want to hear that. Welcome to the New with Tags podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Jamie. We are a longtime married couple enjoying the latest chapter in our lives. We hope that through sharing our personal insights and the advice we'd give our 20-year-old selves, we will encourage you to live your most authentic life wherever you are in your journey. Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a sexy podcast. And yes, there will be some fun and sexy stories while I wear my new tag lingerie. Let's get started. What are we waiting for? Carpe diem. Seize the day. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jamie. How are you tonight? Doing well, thank you. How are you? I am two glasses of wine into a evening after a bad day at work, so I'm doing better. But you've got a smile on your face now, which I'm is trying. good. I'm trying. I'm trying, baby. You're uh, not wearing your traditional new with tags tonight. No, and it's not because I had a bad day at work. It's just we are recording this after we recorded the main part of our episode. In fact, we've edited it all, and we're basically putting in the beginning part. And so, yeah, I had something different on when we recorded over Labor Day. Yes. Yeah. But what you're wearing tonight is actually sexy in a casual way. You're wearing a very form-fitting tank top black. Yes. Kind of the rib tank top, mm-hmm. which on you is is a tank dress. It is a bit of a tank dress, short girl problems. Hashtag short girl problems. Yeah. But it's very sexy on you. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime you wear form-fitting clothes, it's good. I let you pick. For what it's worth, I was like, you I did. can be in bra and panties or I can be in the tank top. And you're like, I'll take the tank top. Okay. You'll have new tags later in the episode. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. For yep. sure. Still new tags for this episode, but. You betcha. Yeah, it was so, a long day. Long day. Well, we'll move on. So we had a pretty busy month as far as getting out and seeing people. It has been a really good month just to reconnect with people all across, really across the country and across the globe. We did either in person in some cases or virtually, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah. So we hadn't hadn't done much of that in a while, and we tried to use our cloak of immunity as much as possible. I am leveraging it as much as we can. So, I think we're good till like mid-October, right before we go back to Pearl. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but, there's that. But we got to see a lot of fun people that we've connected with before or, or have connected with virtually. Speaking of virtually, mm-hmm. we got to meet somebody we, we met and were chatting with virtually in February. Yeah, right before the world imploded. We had conversations with him, but then we had a video chat early on. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Sully and Charlize. Yes. So. Yes. Sully yeah. is very tall. Yes. So, so is Charlize. Charlize. <laughs> I was like but by far the shortest person in the room. Very sexy couple. Again, hashtag short girl problems. Yes. But we'll talk about that in some other episode. But it was wonderful to just sit at dinner and talk with people and talk with Sully and Charlize particularly because we really got to connect. We had drinks, we went for dinner, um, and even in this sort of crazy COVID world, we were able to to really get to know them and and just I they're just amazing people and I'm yeah. really glad that we got to spend some time with them. And it might have I'll say fizzled out even though we had good conversations with them, but we early on figured out. We have a mutual connection of really good friends. Oh, that's not where I thought you were going to go. Oh. I thought you were going to go with how we almost didn't close the deal on that one either. Well, there's that. (laughs) Sorry, I thought that's where you were going. At this point, it's a given. Yes, it's indeed the case. Um, (laughs) But anyway, no, we did actually. They they are friends of friends of ours. So it was kind of nice to come up with that connection because I think the other thing that did was give each couple a different sense of 
comfort. I, that's mm-hmm. maybe that I keep using that word, but oh, well, if so and so vouches for you, you know what I mean? Because you know them and you find out that they think you're great people and that the other couple's are great people. Mm-hmm. It just makes for a much easier, more relaxed drinks and dinner. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. And, and we actually got to have dinner and spend most of a day with some friends we met, Mother O'Pearl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so much fun. They're a very fun couple. They are. I tell you, they're great people. I really enjoyed dinner. They they thought it was a little lame, but it was right up was, our alley. It was, it was great. Perfect. It was we went to their house and had a drink and then we went to the restaurant and had a nice dinner. You and he got to like renew your bromance. It was really quite yeah, whatever. quite a thing. You guys have a little bromance We're going. I'm just telling That's you. Different. Well, yes, you are competitive. You are um you're equally quick witted. Now, you and the missus of Mother O'Pearl, you're both stalkers. Well, yeah. (laughs) Have you checked out our Instagram today? Uh, You didn't wait for me to finish that sentence. (laughs) Okay. But they are two of the most genuine people. I just, I had a great, I had a great time. We hung out and talked and. I look forward to seeing them again. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to to seeing them again. We, uh, maybe next time we'll enjoy some contraband together. Maybe. So, but it was great. It was great to see them. We had, it was, it was a wonderful time. We actually got to interact with some other content creators that we hadn't met before. Yeah. See money and, and Brenda. Yeah. From the mixed nuts podcast. They're very nice people. They are very nice people. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're great, fun, funny. They're just, they're great people. It was, Mm. I, you know, having not even sort of we just happened to the, the circles kind of collided in in a way so we were able to to be able to connect with them so that was kind of fun to get to know them it was and, and then and then we had uh we got to connect with mickey and mallory yeah we we'd been interacting with them just no oh, yeah on Twitter, social media right? mm-hmm. but so it was nice to just get to know them and talk a little bit about what they do mm-hmm. and they have um, a great podcast too they have a great podcast love their podcast um they're um Toy, toy store and it's amazing how passionate he is how passionate mickey is about his sex toys i love it yeah i've never heard a man as excited about sex toys as him about was, women's sex toys yeah well yeah both but actually both he did actually i mean i was like i had no idea anyway so it was just great to just get to talk to them so that was that was kind of fun and we were able to connect with some of our other friends that we've we've hung out with before so just being able to chat with bob and nikki from our naughty or ray and d i mean it's just and just like I could just, I mean, we've, we've just really been able to have those kinds of conversations with people, just not those kinds of conversations, just have conversations with people. Yeah. Um, Cause it was a, it was a couple months. We were pretty low key just in general. It's hard to even gear up to talk with people with everything that was going on in the world shut down and it would just be hard to motivate it just to even have a video chat sometimes. Yeah. I think people are starting to come out of their holes a little bit. I mean, yeah. Again, it was interesting because we've traveled a couple times um, just for personal and, and for lifestyle stuff. But, you know, it's interesting. We go to hotels, you know, in this month following our COVID. And, yeah, we use hand sanitizer and we wear our masks. We're very compliant. But our the anxiety level is just so much different, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't think twice about sitting at dinner with somebody. And I don't think twice about it. I don't think twice about the servers. I don't think... I just don't think about it. It's kind of like being normal again. I don't know what's going to happen. We don't know for sure about what immunity is going to last or stay or let's hope it lasts because that's how vaccines work. But 
I don't know how it'll be for us if we have to go back to being like super anxious again. Although I don't know that we will be. Now that we know that we are not going to be the ones who are really, really ill, this month has felt normal for us. And and yes. I, I don't say that to brag because I understand it doesn't feel normal for everybody. I mean, we have friends that we just, they're still very careful and isolating and, you know, staying in their bubble, which I don't have any qualms with, you know, I don't, you know, I just feel, you know, it's just unfortunate that we have to miss out on that because of this, because of mm-hmm. COVID, not because of anything they're doing, just because it's the nature of this weird wonky virus. Want to move on to some interesting social media? Sure. So you banned me from Facebook. That was a wise move on my part. You, I'm just saying. Yeah, you completely banned me from Facebook. So. And you've been smiling so much more since then. I'm just going to note that. Yeah. Sleep better. I'm I'm still on Facebook some because that's yes. where the family is, right? So I found TikTok and I... TikTok found you. It's like the, the social media chose the owner. I guess. And, and what I love is that at least on my feed, I have a lot of... So there's there's a couple of content creators, men actually, who are they're funny, they're they're dads and they sort of own being dads. Now, let's be honest. They're really good looking men. I'm not gonna lie. Coincidence, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. But they're it's all about club positivity, right? That's their thing. And so they're all about spreading positive vibes and keeping things upbeat. They're not afraid to tackle hard things, but it's really it's it's light and happy fluffy. and fluffy. So that's why I smile most of the time. But I created a TikTok account that my kids can't see. That we know of. Well, no, they can't see. Uh, well, <laughs> suppose they could find us if they know who we are. But anyway, so I I was out there, and so I found Swinger TikTok. Yeah, it's a thing. It, well, it's not really a thing. It's not a big <laughs> thing. But for anyone who is out on TikTok, we'll post one of the videos. We actually shared it this weekend as we were talking with folks. So out on Swinger TikTok a content creator whose name is at drunk, the letter N, love, underscore LS. So at drunken love, underscore LS for lifestyle. And they're from Southern California. They posted some videos that are basically things that swingers say. Mm-hmm. And we laughed. They're very funny. Oh my gosh, we laughed. So I'll post one of them out on our Twitter either right around the time we release this, and I'll note her in the show notes. So anyway, I have been spending my time on TikTok. The other sort of, you know, I talked about club positivity. And Mm -hmm. there is a little girl whose mom is documenting her journey through cancer. And she's maybe four, three, three, four. So little, little kid, little girl. And so mom's just documenting what's going on and her hair was falling out. And so the mom post a TikTok of her shaving her daughter's head. And it has sort of swept through, I'm going to call it the Gen X millennial kind of crowd. So old millennials. And so there've been a lot of people duetting. So you post the original video and then you post a video of yourself sort of side by side, duetting, shaving their heads, right? And and St. Jude's picked it up. And so I suspect if you haven't already, um, I tend to be the one who finds those social media things that are going to catch fire and you're going to see in mainstream media. I think this will be one of those things that you see in mainstream media if it hasn't already gotten out there. I've been avoiding the news lately between family being and friends being affected by the wildfires and hurricanes and COVID. It's just crazy. I just don't watch the news anymore. Yeah. So 
I pretty much stayed to club positivity on my TikTok and I watched videos of dogs and cats and swingers and Yeah, there's there's the profile right there. There's the profile. You I have to wonder what my algorithm is. Except dogs hot, and cats hot living men together. Do seem to, no, hot men do seem to come up a lot on my for you page. And then there's Mr. Hamilton, who's not very hot, but he is hysterical. So just okay. telling you at Mr. Hamilton. Right. Giving giving people something to look at on TikTok. I thought I was too old for TikTok. I only did it because my daughter, because we literally share cat videos. It's what we do. We share cat videos. So that was the only reason I got on it. And I highly recommend it for people who are just disgusted by the rest of of social media and the political, especially I figure between now and November, I won't be on my, much on Facebook. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. Yes. But anyway, so that's the end of social media. Yeah. So I talked a lot about social media, but I think what I really want to talk about and what I really want to get to is the podcast that we recorded on Labor Day. It might be my favorite podcast we've done. It was fun to do and it was interesting all throughout. Yeah. So we'll hear from Paul first in his letter and then we'll pick up with where we started recording. And so you'll hear a whole nother hi, Paul, hi, Jamie portion, but Everything after Paul's letter, we recorded um, with our friends Lois and Clark. Uh, we had an amazing time. And actually, the play that happened after we recorded might have been better than our sexy story. Oh, yeah. But I, I really, I want people to be able to listen to it. So I think we should go to the letter to your 20-year-old self. Paul, you ready? I think so. Okay. Dear Paul, you are a very inquisitive person now. You frequently strive to find out what makes people tick and what is at the core of their being. You ask questions all the time to get to know people in a very authentic way. You push people out of their comfort zone. This often helps them find their own authentic selves. Keep that mindset forever. By continually asking questions, substantive questions, you can establish more intimacy with people. Intimacy isn't just something that intrigues you. It's a basic tenet and something that will define you. Questions will serve you well in both your professional life and in your social life. People will respond differently to your questions. Some will shy away. Some will respond with basic answers. But some will fully engage and provide thoughtful answers that will give you a glimpse into who they really are. Chances are, these are your people. And they may someday be in your tribe. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jamie. We have some in-studio guests. We do. That are distracting us right now. They are. But That's not fair. But it's pretty hot. It's very hot. It's pretty hot. So how are you tonight? I am wonderful. And why are you wonderful? Because we have in-studio guests. Look at you. <laughs> look at me. And our in-studio guest and yourself look yes. very hot tonight. Yes. So... Why don't you describe our in-studio guest who's wearing her new Tags lingerie? Well, first, who our in-studio guests are. We have Clark and Lois. The Clark and Lois, yes. 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 So we had some overnight guests for the first time. We did. Yeah. We did. Pretty hot. And Clark just took off the glasses. I see. The really Superman. good news is I can't see him. You I can't. can only see her egging him on. Mm -hmm. So it's probably a <laughs> This is going to be a shit, shit show. show for sure. <laughs> but you know what? Here we are living our authentic lives. We it are. doesn't get much better than this. Yeah, it really or doesn't. much more real than this. <laughs> this is real. So. This shit's about to get real. 
Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you describe Lois's newest tags well, lingerie? Before that, I'll describe the room. Oh, okay. The four of us are in a room with, dun, dun, dun. with red ambient light mm-hmm. everywhere. <clears throat> yeah. So nice accents. But why do we go with red? Because our two ladies are mm-hmm. wearing red and black. Yes. Actually, Lois two, mostly started the red. We did. The two men are too, but, well, but who cares? Yes. Nobody cares about <laughs> and they you. They just turned I'm, it off at this point. So. Yeah, that's right. No. So why don't you describe what Lois is wearing I'll describe tonight? Lois. Yes. Uh, she stands up for me. Yes. It because it's a, really important. She doesn't have any panties on anymore. Did you anymore. notice that? I did. No, I didn't notice. It is a black with red accent. Those are oh, yes. flowery lace mm-hmm. red accents down the side. But what is she wearing? It is a corset. Yes. And... Yeah, she did have panties on earlier, but not so she much did. anymore. She did. Look at the and back. They have, they have very decorative um, buttons down the uh, yes, what do you call latches. clasp. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm getting to see the backside of this wonderful uh, ensemble. Wow. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, this is, oh, is going to take a while. This is going to be really fun. Yes, and she actually has a new with tags tag on she her as does. well. She does. Well, of course you had to tag her. Actually, I think she, she tagged herself. But she did. Yes, but we had her. to tag her. Girls are out in, in form. Yes, she does have the girls. They're, she has some really nice girls going yes. there. Just saying. They're Just really say. soft and they're wonderful to kiss. I've enjoyed that a lot. Yes, you have. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Have. And Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then there's and Jamie. To, and Jamie. <laughs> and there's Jamie. There's that. There's like, Jesus, I have to talk about Jamie. Could you stand up, please, so I can describe what <laughs> you Because you can't remember. I can't. I'm a little stunned. Lois. It is a, I don't know what to call those. It's a Teddy-ish. You can't even remember what it looks like because it's so dark in here. Yes, it is fairly dark. But it's black. Lacy and silver, you don't remember. I do, and it's got the um, the stockings with the with the garters on, and it's very pretty. Lacy, very pretty, yes, very pretty, yes. What, what is it called? I have no idea. Okay, it's not just me. And Clark is in all black tonight. It's been well, an all black kind of affair. Blue, but it's you know in this light, it's black from here. It's black. It's he pretty just good. ripped it open, and I see oh, a red S on his chest. So one of the things that we have talked about just in our weekend here is we've actually shared some conversations that aren't particularly sexy. They're not particularly easy topics, but they're incredibly intimate. I mean, there are things that we have shared that are not things that some of our friends, our vanilla friends, would even know. And it's not necessarily that we asked questions, but we're sort of exploring those things. So we were joking sort of at the beginning here that this whole podcast was really born when we were down in Mexico and we were sitting in our room and we were just asking questions and you were like the king of questions. We share things and we ask questions that are way more intimate in our lifestyle And so I'm wondering, because again, you guys have been in the lifestyle longer than we have, for sure. Has that always been part of who you are and how you guys interacted with people? Or is that something that's grown both from a time standpoint? Because, you know, like you said, things are a lot different than they were when you guys first got into the lifestyle. So I'm just kind of curious how that how that works for you, too. So I'm very much an introvert. And so I like getting to know people better. So that's why I really started to create the list of questions and and things to talk about. And I I noticed at first it threw you off a little bit like, oh, hey, 
this is kind of different. And it goes to the core of who you are. Because a lot of the questions, they're sexual in nature, but they're not like, oh, how big are your boobs? It's more like, okay, you have an alien that comes down and they can do one thing. What would you have them do? He's very inquisitive. And he I'm like, a science guy. He yeah, he's a, yeah, he is. And as he's become more extroverted, he is just honestly curious about people. And he wants to know you not just like, so what do you do and where are you from? He wants to know how you think. And the cool thing is the questions just bring out conversations in people that you wouldn't normally have in vanilla life. Exactly. And it it's more of an authentic conversation because we've left Pearl and we don't have a freaking clue what anybody does. We know, you know, like where they're from. We don't know last names, but we had a connection. And we had amazing conversations about amazing things down to your soul, like your heart and your soul and, and your beliefs and how you feel and how did you do this? And and there's no judgment. And I think that's super important in the lifestyle is most people are, you know, not judgy. Like it's just, let's be real. Life is short and let's be real. Because the connection that you have with another human being is the most important thing. And our lifestyle friends, we pretty much really don't have very many vanilla friends anymore because I don't need to talk about surface stuff. I I need support and I need my tribe and I need people who are on my side. You just went to a retirement party with someone you used to work with. All vanilla it, people. All vanilla people. And... You didn't like it because it's like, okay, if they were swing friends, oh, I could ask them this. I could talk about that. But in the vanilla world, you just can't and you get very bored very quickly. It's with, just superficial conversation. Right. And I'm just so beyond superficial conversation. Right. And the people that we meet nurture my soul and my being as a human and that is the most important thing because I don't need negativity. I need positivity. Right. And that's what we get in the lifestyle is people who truly want to know and care about you. Yes. And that's, yep. it, it took us a while to figure that out, but we're lucky enough to be in that place where we can do that and be that. And we're lucky enough that we can find friends that are the same. Right. And nurture that relationship. You know, so it was interesting because we were we were kind of formulating this podcast and we were sitting down at the kitchen table and I'm like on the computer like, okay, I got to find some research to support this, right? Because that's what I do. And it was interesting because I found a research article and they interviewed 60 couples and they broke them into two different groups. And interestingly enough, they were not married. I was kind of surprised because just the way they started describing the study, but they took 30 people. 30 couples, and they put them into a group where they were only talking about small talk. Like it was literally very superficial conversation. Like, you know, when was the last time you ran a mile? Um, and how did that feel? And it was just like really super superficial. And then they had another group that had much more intimate conversations. Like, you know, do you think your childhood was better or worse than other people? And it opened up conversation. And what was really interesting about the research is that 
of those couples who were engaged in a more intimate conversation. So they would come in, there were like three sets of questions. And so the researcher would come in like after 15 minutes and they'd be like, okay, it's time to move on to topic two. And each time that the researcher would come in and like, it's time to move on to the next topic or when they got to the third topic and they were done and like, the study was over and it's like, it's time to go home. There were a lot of grumbles about that. It's like, we are connecting. Why do we have to stop? They had built some real connections. You know, so the researchers thought, okay, well, that's interesting. But not only did they look at how was the interaction like between two couples, but they looked and what was really interesting is they found that in the 30, in the 15 couples, so half the half that actually had the deep, intimate conversations, the couples felt more close to their, so they were boyfriends, I, I would say husbands, I think it's completely relatable to the lifestyle. So even though I may not have learned anything new about Paul in those conversations, just having those conversations and hearing Paul share something about his childhood or something very intimate, it may not have been, it really wasn't new information for these folks, but it increased the closeness between the couples and there was then this intimacy, this sort of four-way intimacy with the other couple. And of the 15 couples, 10 of them reached out outside of the study to try to spend more time together. That's really interesting. And I can see that because we were talking about exactly today at the kitchen table, we were talking about a lot of things and she knew all the stories and all the answers, but you probably heard other feelings that I had and explaining it to another couple. And and Jamie actually shared something in a conversation with you after we got pretty deep into touching on topics that were unusual that I never heard before. And we've been married for a long time. What was that? Somebody you interacted with before we were together on your 21st birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that I knew nothing about. And I knew you then, but it was a surprise. So it was that that wouldn't that has not come up to date, but the fact that we were sharing pretty deep conversations on some topics that we had not broached before, and I don't know that that uh, Lois and Clark had either, that it opened up things, and we were like, "Oh, let's talk more," and it just it got the conversation flowing quickly. So what's really interesting about this particular study was that when the researchers went back. 30 days later, not only had the couple, so zero of the couples who shared small talk had anything to do with any of the other couples when they, when the study was over. But the idea that there was an intimacy created between two couples and then an intimacy that was solidified between the couples themselves, you know, I was, when I was reading the research, I thought, well, this is why the lifestyle works, right? This is why the lifestyle works. Because if Paul and I didn't feel more connected after what we were doing, it wouldn't be as appealing. No, not at all. Not at all. And, and we've, we've talked about it earlier today. This lifestyle is a magnifying glass. It's not going to fix anything wrong with your relationship. And it, if there's something wrong, it'll make it worse. If it's great, it'll make it even better. And that's just fantastic. Well, and I, I think too, it goes back to, and the part of it that I enjoy is everybody has a story. 
a life story. How did you get here? And people enjoy talking about their stories. And you learn a lot by listening to stories. And that is a part of the lifestyle that I enjoy because how did how the heck did we get here? And I think we shock a lot of people and we're like, well, we kind of started doing this before we got married. And we tiptoed into the lifestyle very much like what it took us 26 years to do. We have friends. They did it in two months. But you do you do what you do at your own pace. Whatever you want to do or not do is fine. Is fine. Like we're we're fine with whatever you're fine with. And we really have no expectations. We just enjoy connecting to people. And if there's touchy feely stuff or other stuff that goes on with people that we really connect with as Clark is kind of feeling up Jamie over there, that that's okay. And if nothing happens and we have a great dinner and good conversation, that's okay. Right. And that is, I think, the key to the lifestyle is just relax, enjoy, and be real. Be yourself, be your authentic self, and just life is short. Enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy enjoy it while you can. One One other point that kind of amazes me is, so most people... If they go to a bar, keep doing that, please. Sorry, I put, she, my, hand. I put, I put my hand in his lap. It feels very good. Him, um, I'm touching you. Yeah, that's distra- <laughs> distracting. Sorry, I'll stop. No, please don't. I'll put my hand on. <laughs> no, don't. That'll be worse. Um, so one of the things that I that I find amazing is that most people, I travel a lot, especially for work. Most people at bars, I strike up a conversation with, or I try to. In most big cities, depending on the city, some people really don't like that. Some people, they're okay with it. But many people will talk to you about their deepest, darkest thing because you'll, there's the comfort of you'll never see them again. And you won't be judged and they don't care if you're judged. I think a little bit of that happens in the lifestyle because it's somebody new. You can talk to them about whatever. And it's magic because then you see them again later and the friendships grow so much deeper because of it. So, Paul, you've been yeah, really been quiet, so quiet tonight. What? For the record, I have my hand on Paul. That's why I'm quiet. It's a one. Oh, now he's he not moved moving. my hand. Oh, I'm, no. I'm holding her he's hand. Like, he's hold like, okay, if I hold her hand, I can concentrate enough to like speak remotely intelligently yes so but you're you actually are a question guy i mean we we joke that you when certainly when we were married in our early in our married life you would ask me questions that would push me outside my comfort zone that was day one yeah that was our first date do you remember before our first date sure no i have no idea what are you talking about we'd known each other before oh yeah a long time and had a huge chemistry yeah but I put together a pre-date questionnaire for oh, you. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah, I did. Pre-date questionnaire. And I believe it was actually in fucking green ink. It was. You were like I the like king. I ink. Like, I'm telling you, you were like the guy who had the red, green, black, red. Like, you like oh, you would like click that pen. No, I had way more colors than that. This is the true Paul and Jamie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sorry, man. It is. 
Say really, I think it was in green ink. I am okay. not lying. I the like I have this memory of him having this like reading this paper. I'm like, we still have the like, letter. So we probably do because I think you even like, what's your height? What's your eye oh, it, color? Some of it was stupid, stupid. But, okay, but then it jumped to stupid in depth questions. It really did. I hated it. I even really? knew. Oh, I hated it. I knew your ring size before we ever had our first date. Yes. And did it pay off? I don't know, did it? I kept it and bought a ring you way did. before you knew about it. Yeah, sitting. So you kept it in your flower jar. I did. The flower canister in your apartment so I wouldn't find it. It, it worked. It wow. did work. You didn't cook then in my place, so <laughs> <laughs> safe, safe haven. Bite me. Yeah. <laughs> shall we talk about who cooked the eggs this morning? <laughs> we like... shall not. I did not burn eggs this no, morning. No, you did not burn. You did not overcook the eggs. You made good bacon this morning. Do you? So, do you find that? So, you used questions really to build intimacy between you and I. Yes. Right. And and to get you out of your comfort zone with push me with what you shared. And yeah. once you share a little, you share a lot, and that's not just you. I think a lot of people once you once you share something that pushes you out of your comfort zone, the door's open. But what I really think it is, it's about what the response is. So if you ask me a question or if you ask me a question, right, and I give an answer and you are responsive to that, meaning you are actively listening, you are engaged in that answer, then I am more likely to answer the next question or ask a question back. And so you have this sort of back and forth, intimate give and take. So my sense is, right, because we've met several people, I mean, honestly, in the lifestyle that, and we joke because I'm like, damn it, another question guy. You meet a lot of question guys. I do. We've had a few in the last few weeks. <laughs> Stop it. Um, <laughs> Stop it. Um, but but I really, I think that if if you ask the question and you don't really want to hear the answer, like if you if you don't ask that question from that authentic part of yourself that says, I want to get to know Clark better. If I ask you a question and your answer sort of, I'll say, falls on deaf ears, that doesn't build the intimacy. But at some level, when Paul, when you ask me a question or when certainly when you did when I was in my 20s, it was about wanting to connect. Yeah. Right. And and we've often described ourselves as social swingers. Mm-hmm. Like it's been we didn't we talk about it, people. but it's been, a you know, since we've got our cloak of immunity from the covid, we've really enjoyed being able to connect with people over dinner, over drinks, not necessarily even connecting with them in any kind of benefits. But it's it's about connecting. It's about getting to know who that person is. At their core, it's that authentic self. And that's what I love. And I cannot explain to people who have never experienced this. I don't know how to put into words the fact that, I mean, over the course of the last two days, we have the four of us have really shared some incredibly intimate, private, personal, some might say controversial or Right. That may raise some other feelings other than I'll say just sort of the normal um, acquiescence. Right. But that has served the purpose of creating this intimacy that I I never have experienced outside of this lifestyle. 
I mean, we're only three years into this. I just go, how did we live without this? That, that really, yeah. and it's not about the benefits. Like the benefits are a complete bonus. Let me be really honest, Clark. The benefits are fucking awesome, but the benefits are just that. Like it's it's a side Benny. If I could do nothing else, like if it was truly just connecting with people and having dinner and not having any of the play, I would be a much happier, more fulfilled, more of my authentic self than I could be in the vanilla world. And actually, we don't usually come to visit people just because it's it's a big step to spend this much time with someone. And it's amazing that we have connected this much with you guys. And I was going to ask you, I mean, and when we're coming into this, we have no expectations, like, like Lois said. And even if it was just having meals with you guys and pretty much sitting around and talking to you guys all weekend, that's a win for us. And, uh, Jamie, what I think you're trying to say, I feel the same way in that the connection and almost soul connection with people is a better high than the benefits portion. It Benefits are nice. They were, they were hot. <laughs> we'll hold that story for a little bit. Yeah, oh, definitely. But, you know, I feel so much more closer to, to you just from our conversations over the last couple of days than anything else that happened. Well, and if, if we're really honest about it, right, if we look at the time that we've spent together, like we've had some really great playtime, but by percentage, we had way more time sitting out on the patio and talking or talking at the kitchen table or, you know, like while I'm doing my research, right, we're talking about Paul's gift at making a playlist. That's, that's really, and, and, you know, I think that's something that I don't know that people outside the lifestyle would really understand that because I think they think, okay, so we'll, we'll use the seventies term, right? Well, they're swingers. They must just be having sex all the time. They must be all that in a bag of chips. I'm like, you know, Lois, you and I were like in yoga pants and a t-shirt today. Like, Pretty That's, much all weekend. Right, <laughs> I right. I lived in yoga pants and a t-shirt. The fact that you were comfortable enough to live in yoga pants and a t-shirt, I think is a testament to the fact that it's, while I think people externally, and even me three years ago, like if somebody had asked me before I had ever experienced this, oh, you're having people over to the house, right? So it must be, you know, I... I kind of envision the the mental picture I have is sort of of the Playboy Mansion, like where then you know, like the girls are like all the lingerie. In reality, that's not what we had this weekend. No, not at all. And believe it or not, that's less attractive to us. Certainly, the women are very attractive and look great in lingerie. But if you had done that all weekend, I would have thought you were so fake. You know, you're putting on a front for us, and we would much rather be in t-shirt and jeans with you guys or leggings, what have you, because it's so much closer. Oh, they're real people, too. I get it. Oh, I like that. And in actuality, uh, when we were coming here, you guys wanted to entertain us. Hey, what do you guys want to do? Do this day, do that day. And we're just coming back and saying, we just want to relax with you and, and talk and enjoy your company. And it has been fantastic. I think this has been a really good discussion. But I think if it's okay with you all, we should share 
a sexy story that happened this weekend. Yes. Would you be okay with that? (laughs) I think there's agreement. I think that was pretty quick agreement. What do you think? I think that's fair to say. Is it sexy story time? It's sexy Sexy story story time. All right. I'm going to be honest with this sexy story. It's all about you. It's always all about me, right? Well, let's let's do sexy story from four different okay. perspectives. So mm. from my perspective, it was fucking awesome. Mm. And I was the queen. And I she was. enjoyed myself. She did. <laughs> and yeah. so y'all can fill in the details. Go! All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll fill in mine because I started it. I think I started it. Oh, Clark kind of starts. So one of my Mm -hmm. fetishes and favorite things to do Mm -hmm. is just feel a woman's body. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy the touch. I am extremely, I I don't know how to explain it. I'm I'm really sensitive to touch. When somebody touches, I'm tactile in like when someone touches me, I really notice. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I get to touch someone, I also really notice. Mm-hmm. And touching you, and and I love giving massage. Oh, he does. My gosh, it was so good. Just it was so good. He's very good at massage. I would and say that. The reason I'm so good at it is just because I enjoy it so much. And I, we were having fun, mm-hmm. and we had fun kind of the normal way most people do in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But then. I asked if I could start massaging you, and that's really kind of a thing that I love to do. Mm-hmm. And then it like started. Real... Like, to be honest, that was probably as good, if not better, than any massage I've paid for. Not erotic. I mean, like. You don't need to pay for it in cash, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that work. Yes, absolutely. Saying. But it was it was a true, like, what, yes. when I, what I, the reason I say that is because it was. I'm going to dig into a muscle until that muscle relaxes, right? Like right. it was because I was I was having a headache. It was not bad last night. It was right. not bad. It was about me relaxing and not about whatever was going to happen next or whatever didn't happen next. Right. And and that's why I like giving them is because honestly it's I care about you mm-hmm. and that shows it and it's mm-hmm. just Absolutely. about you. Yeah. That that's all it was about. So I I really enjoyed that Lois and Paul joined in and we made it all about you. And it was so fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, from my point of view, the highlight of the night was me rubbing you and seeing you go to another level and just completely enjoy the experience with your, your whole body. Mm-hmm to do that and and i was able to get out of my own fucking head because that's really hard for me which really. is like 99 percent of yes. women and sex that's, is that's getting everyone. your headspace in the right place right and it wasn't even about having my headspace in the sex sexy no, headspace no 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 it was it's just, just about i mean in the moment so i was like he offered on friday to rub my neck i'm like oh no no it's fine and and it was it really was no, i get it but 
I'll be honest, if I had known then what I know now, I'd have been like, oh, yeah, like right here, my trap, like that's exactly what you need to hit. Oh, she's going to. Yeah. So Lois is stripping Clark. Um, I so need hard. I need to say something. Just go, please. OK. I'm you, just going to step back. You tell you tell your perspective you of the night. Sexy story. OK. Lois's point of view. We we were talking about it earlier, and we actually don't know how long we were here playing. playing. And honestly, it was the most enjoyable, sensual, sexy, long time, really, uh-huh. that we've had for a while. I will say this. I was not sure. I am very attracted to you. And I actually do better with women who are like, I like you. I grab you and we kiss. And I love the Mm -hmm. kissing and Mm -hmm. the touching. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know what it's called. But I wasn't sure you had that attraction towards Mm -hmm. me. But I'm pretty sure you do now. At least it didn't laugh that loud into the mic. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it was, it was so sensual, and your lips are so beautiful, and your boobs are amazing, and she has an amazing ass, which I have ass envy. And just watching and touching Mm -hmm. and watching Clark and Jamie play, and me and Paul, like there was just this switching and dynamic and playing and watching and i enjoy the watching but Mm -hmm. the highlight of the night Mm -hmm. was i've and i'm I've, i haven't been down on many women Mm -hmm. but having my fingers inside of you and paul had the magic vibrator wand or hitachi Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. which the magic wand which i had tried and i was like this too much for you it was too much for you but i don't think i was at the right angle because the way he was holding it was Mm -hmm. not the way i was holding Mm -hmm. it interesting yeah so that could be an exploration of the evening but i've never had my my fingers in a woman Mm -hmm. when she has orgasm and it was (laughs) So hot. So, so fucking hot. hot. So we're jumping to the end. But yes, but, that was a great end. And and, and and not just that, the when she orgasmed, it was a full body. It was on, it, like she sat she up and taught about a release of the week. Yeah. And yeah, I mean yeah, this for whole sure. time, for sure. however many it was hours. It was hours. It yeah. was hours. It was hours. There was different positions uh-huh. and touching feeling between me and Clark and Paul and I watching for a while and compersion and that watching the the enjoyment of the love of my life with another woman and then he was giving me a little bit of massage and he's just so good and usually I'm kind of like okay I'm kind of done but we weren't done. Like things just kept going and Jamie jumped on Paul and I'm I'm like 
analyzing what angle she's at and <laughs> how she's doing that because I want to try that. And Lois and I were just enthralled in watching and just we really were. turned like, on. And I'm like, okay, she's cowgirling and how is she doing that and how are her hips and and oh my god, her ass is so sexy. And and then we talk like here we are half naked. Mm-hmm. Talking right about it, and <laughs> you know, when we end this, it'll be like, let's play, yeah, let's play. Let's play. <laughs> we can't get there yet. We can't get there yet. Mm-mm. But we've had this whole day of we've been wearing clothes, and mm-hmm. we've been having these conversations, mm-hmm. and that's like it, the ultimate mm-hmm. buildup. It it, right? it really is like an all day of foreplay, and I mean, Clark and I came down here and. You know, it's like we're nervous. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm like, you know, like we go through it. Should we go? Should we not go? Should we tell them we're available? Do they want us to come or whatever? Do we stay at their house? Do we stay at their house? That's exactly right. Right? It's crazy. It's crazy. We had the same conversations. Exactly. And we've done this this year. Like, Mm -hmm. this has been the year of. Let's oh goodness. You I wish well, Oh, I'm you're sorry. in the right spot. Jamie's sorry, in the right I'm spot. Sorry. But that like between It's like when you have oh. in the lifestyle when you have this connection you have it. Mm-hmm. We do, right. And this benefit part, this you know, story part, sexy story time or what's mm-hmm. gonna happen after we turn mm-hmm. this mic off mm-hmm. is awesome. But the the like the percentage of time that we spend playing is minimal compared to all the other time we spend connecting and talking. I'm gonna be honest. I have a not a black hole because it's I didn't black out. The part that stands out in my mind is the massage, the oil, the six hands, and sort of what happened at the end because. Quite honestly, it was all about Jamie and that I was in a, an amazing place in my own head where I could be really okay and not I need to give or I need to reciprocate. I was like, you know what? I am just going to enjoy this being all about Jamie. And that's usually really truly uncomfortable for me i'm usually like clark's massaged me and so like i should massage him or i should suck his cock or i should do whatever and and it's really hard for me personally i don't know but it's just hard for me personally to receive without the expectation that you have to give yes without that expectation of reciprocity and so i really can't watch them honestly we had played before that, and I don't remember that that much either, to be honest. Really? See, really. neither do I. So I feel better about that. Really, I feel better about that because I remember playing, and I remember in, like, right. enjoying like, enjoying each other, but I could not tell you exactly what happened. It, it wasn't the highlight of the night. No. The highlight of the night was me touching you, mm-hmm. you releasing everything. Mm-hmm. Which I'm so glad you did. It makes me feel so much better mm-hmm. that you just mm-hmm. released the week, you know. And and then when Paul started rubbing you and Lois started rubbing you, <laughs> and it was six hands on you, it and it didn't start like six hands no. like right to it, your private parts. No, it no, was it just really wasn't the once I was still massaging you and the six hands were on you. 
And still, at that point, mm-hmm. I didn't even think it was going to get sexy. But the, and I kind of no. finished my massage, mm-hmm. and and then they continued on, and that was hot, and it just kept building with you. It really did, and it was it was surprising in the way it built, in that it was okay, Lois, you're killing me. Um, it was surprising in the way it built, in that it was from a comp- I can't say non-sexual way because like caring, yes, not it totally sexual. Was. It was it about was. it was about caring for me rather than it being a sexual thing. It turned into an amazingly amazing thing, but that's not how it started. And it was incredibly genuine. And I didn't think about it being I, I appreciated it for what it was. And that's what was so fantastic was because it was caring. And she was in the moment. I was which, really. She was, and that, which and I Friday could. Friday was really hard mm-hmm. for her to be in the moment, mm-hmm. and she just relaxed and enjoyed being in the present. Lois, wasn't it the highlight to be able to see her just accept it? Yes, <laughs> it was really the first time I've ever. Not really been in the moment because we've been in the moment before, but just it it was it was a cool moment. So I'm grabbing Jamie's hair, <laughs> the back of her hair right now, and I'm looking at You're her in the me. eyes, You're and I'm gonna me. tell you that is why you should accept the compliments that you get is because you are a beautiful person, sexy, sexy person, and people mean it. And it was huge because you let go of all that in your head mm-hmm. and I you really were did. able to accept. And that was so hot yeah. for us. Yeah. That was so hot for it everyone. Was so hot. Yeah. It, it was that moment of, you know, like a six handed massage is really cool, but I really rarely get out of my own head. And that's what was great about it. I really just struggle with that. And Sorry, she's playing with my hair, which is a bit of kryptonite. I was able to really, without feeling like I needed to reciprocate in a one for one. So in that moment where I had six hands touching me and rubbing me, and then Paul started using the vibrator, and that was really good for me the hitachi really works for me and so i at that moment was like this is this is what it is everybody seemed to be enjoying themselves so so why do i need to complicate it more and it's all about keeping it simple absolutely and i have been on the other side of that where I have been truly the giver and that's what I wanted to be. And that's what was satisfying to me. She is so playing with my hair. Like I just am like turning into a puddle. Um, Like that story you were telling us about, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) just really enjoying this. And those other people and you were enjoying Mm -hmm. it and giving Mm -hmm. and didn't orgasm, Mm -hmm. but it was, erotic and sensual and wasn't didn't it make you feel so good that they were able to receive on what you were giving 
And then sometimes you're the receiver, like you were last night. And sometimes what I have come to understand is that you can you can both be the receiver and the giver. And not without being actively the giver. But, sorry, just play. So there's something about a woman who understands how to play with a woman's hair. I just got to be honest. We've talked about my fluidity. That is one of those things. I'm like, a guy doesn't get it. A guy generally doesn't have long hair. And there is just something. Feels good. Yes. And it's, it's different. It's just. It's just different because a woman, like, she's, like, just gently, like, there's just a slight bit of tension. I'm sorry. Explain it. So so Lois is is putting her hair into a ponytail and pulling it oh, as she. Gentle. Like, just so. And a little bit of hair. Oh. Right By her <laughs> ears. By her ears, and she runs her fingers through her hair. And luxurious. Like, I just can't Mm. even. I've been looking at this hair, and we're probably going to have to tap out of sexy story. Probably not. And um, it might be really hot. And we're going to continue the party. And I'm going to push the button in three, mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. and one. Let's play. Let's, Let's play. play. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of the New with Tags podcast. We love having you in our tribe. Follow us on Twitter at New with Tags pod. Or you can email us at newwithtagspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find sexy pictures of Jamie on Instagram as newwithtagspodcast. Now, go out there and live your most authentic lives. Seize the day.